podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, everybody. Welcome along. This is not shouted there. Whoa! You were as fast as intro there. You've definitely sped that intro up. I haven't sped it up. It just you depends have. on how StreamYard wants to play it. Uh, hello and welcome along to the Rangers Rabble uh, live match reaction. Rangers three, Red Star Belgrade zero. Um, hello, I'm Martin, and I'm joined by Jamie, Mark, and Scotty. Hello, guys. How are you? Um, whew, uh, so. Mark, I was talking to you just before we came on and you said you might need to lie down. Um, before we get into all the incidents and starting lineups and all that kind of nonsense. Um, oh, actually, I forgot, completely forgot. Hello to everybody watching. Hello to everybody in the comments. <laughs> yes. How could I forget Martin, that? Um, since you've uh, slicked up your hair, you're getting yes. very, very sloppy in your uh, presenting. Yeah. My, my presenting's getting worse. I might need to look for a replacement. Because I'm here, Scotty. I'm making him nervous. Oh, totally nervous. Nervous by the bald alien. That's what makes me nervous. <laughs> so again, thank, you for, thank you for everybody watching. Please do like and subscribe. We're live on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. So a like on Facebook, a share on Facebook, a retweet on Twitter. You know the script. Um, so, yeah, hello and welcome, everybody. Mark, what a game of football. Outstanding, wasn't it? Absolutely brilliant. Just you, you, you look at the Dortmund and you think it just can't get any better. Start of that game, they're talking about oh, the crowds a wee bit flat because of the, the highs of Dortmund and stuff. But wow, just wow, outstanding, isn't it? Absolutely brilliant, brilliant. And, and do you know what, Scotty? It, all I was hearing before the game, and it, not from really many Rangers fans, from other media outlets uh, as such. Oh, the atmosphere's not going to be as good because they they played Dortmund, one of the biggest teams in Europe. Um, whether that's whether that was true or not, the game itself. Wow! If you're not going to get a good atmosphere with a game like that, when are you going to get one? Uh, I think my my heart rate is just about coming down a wee bit. Um, that was incredible, and I don't understand the the idea behind always having to replicate the same kind of atmosphere. It's a different game. It's a different tie. Different opposition. And the atmosphere was just absolutely bang on for the game, for the opposition and for the tie. Ibrox was rocking. It was bouncing again. And if you are fortunate to actually be in that stadium for one of these games, you just, money doesn't buy this experience. Fantastic. No. Well done to everyone that was there. Yeah. yeah. Although £52 a ticket. You know, is quite steep, but anyway, well, I've, I've got a, I've got a season ticket. I think they only charge me forty five pounds for the pleasure of not going. So, only, <laughs> only. Um, Jimmy, mate, how are you feeling after that? Look, we're going to get we'll go into the game in a bit more detail. Obviously, um, that they were no mugs. That was a very very good team. That we were three now. Aye, I was you know what I'm like. I was raging the first eight minutes. Fucking, I, I was couldn't, couldn't stop my, th- my thumb figure in that group chat. I was so close, but I just said, Hold your nerve, Jamie, because we were so we weren't at it for the first five, ten minutes. We weren't really pressing, we didn't. I was like, Oh no, there's no intensity. And then the game just went, we did, and we just went toe to toe with them in the first half. First half was one of the best games of football I've seen for a long time. Yeah, we never got now. You listen to the I watched it on CBS, man. The it's a pure, total, but unbiased commentary. Um, and you would have imagined that Red Star got goals disallowed that shouldn't have been disallowed. No, no, they got goals disallowed that were 100% offside. And that's the, the beauty of uh, VAR. But also the beauty of that linesman. He calls them. He gets them right every single time. And just what, what a first half, man. Amazing. And what a game of football. But I don't want to say nothing, but we're off right there. Well, yeah, of course we'll be just going for you all at home. Um, but, Mark, I, yeah, we're halfway there. And I, I was going to wait until we'd done all the, the ins and outs of the game and stuff like that. You know, we're halfway there, but it's by no means done. Yeah, I mean, they're a good side. They're a right good side. You can see they're a right good side. Um, obviously, they were a wee bit of a, an unknown quantity. But they have got a lot of good players. Um, the boy up front was, was outstanding. Aye. Um, but hey, look, we can dream. 
We're two nothing up. First leg. Three nothing. Three nothing. Three nothing. Sorry, three nothing up. Sorry. Three nothing. Shot myself and, there, uh, Matt. What games have you been watching? <laughs> and uh, is that is that all you've been for a lie down, Matt? Tell <laughs> you what, good at half time I thought about it. Um, but yeah, we can dream. We're three nothing up. First leg. They need they need to beat us four nothing. Make it through. Put it that way. So why well, you not? Know, I, I think I think you're hundred percent right. We're halfway there. So oh, the world's yeah. were oyster. I think it's yeah. got a wee bit of two thousand and eight about it. To be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> I mean, I'm not getting that far ahead, Scotty. Yeah, I look, we are halfway there. We've got one foot in the next round, but I don't know if it's just me being the pessimist that I am. I'm just not looking too far ahead yet. I think it it would take a lot for us to, and I will say this, lose it from here. And we would have to lose it from here. Um, I think what was shown from that leg, bearing in mind it was at Ibrox, we have our frailties and we were a bore hair three times away from conceding three goals, as well as the fact that they hit the crossbar. That said, if you look at the other side of the pitch, we should have scored another four goals quite comfortably. And I'm a little bit disappointed because when we went 2-0 up, starting the second half on the front foot, we were we were looking a bit sloppy. We got the third goal, but after that, we were extremely sloppy. And I'm actually a little bit disappointed, the fact that we're actually talking about the second leg not being a foregone conclusion because we should be in a position where we should be out of sight. Yes, well done, we won 3 0. And taking your kind of pessimistic slant on it, while I'm not saying shit, we should be worried, I'm saying it should be out of sight. Um, and they are a dangerous side, but so are we. Mm-hmm. We do need to sharpen up, we are a bit sloppy, and I think that also comes down to being a bit leggy and game management between now and the end of the season. I think tonight showed is extremely vital. Well, just on that on that kind of point, uh, Jamie Michael in the comments, um, I think the only way we can play is to go for it. I kind of you have to agree with him, um, and we did tonight. Would have luck at times, but deserve to win, no question. Free should see us through three one, and he would have been a tad nervous. Yeah. Um, look, we've seen Rangers in games try and sit back and soak up a bit of pressure. Um, it doesn't work tonight. We went for it, and like Michael says, I we did we did ride well up, but we won three 0 And do you think that's the way now for, until the end of the season that Rangers should play? Could you your heart Europe, handle that? <laughs> in Europe here, are you talk about Europe because you're going down a whole different avenue if you're talking domestic football here. Because I agree, and we, we should be going. We do go for it in domestic football. But it's different going for it in domestic football when you've got. We Tom, Dick and Harry, wherever they're fit and they play six at the back, it's so different. A guy like Ryan Kent, Morelos, they don't look as good in Scottish football 100% of the day in European football. But in Europe, um, I'm not so sure that we look better when we go for it because we we, we, we like to sit and we're, we're heels and pick teams off in the break like we showed against Borussia Dortmund. So I think you need to give a, a bit of credit to Van Bronckhorst for his adaptability in Europe. It's about... The adaptability in domestic football with a big question mark lands. And but can you be adaptable against a five six at the back? That's a problem, I think. And it's always going to plague this Rangers team, this Rangers squad, because look how good they're doing. Don't want to get ahead of myself. We're freeing it up, but looking at some of the results tonight, you're a you're a good draw away if you get into the semis here, man. If you get through this away leg. Now I would be if we can beat four 0 or are defeated by more than three goals in Belgrade, then you need to hold your hands up. It's disastrous. And we ask questions of what, how that happened. The chances of that happening, the chances of that happening, they need to come at us now. They need to come at us now in Belgrade. We are primed to, to just yeah. sit and, then, and go. So I don't agree with what we, we go at teams. Come Belgrade, we're not going to go at them. We're not free now. So we will only sit deep like the second half there, but... We'll sit a wee bit, nick the ball, and let Kent and Bassey do the work on the left. So that's what I think will happen. So, aye. Just, on, just on that, Martin, I think that there's a difference between going at teams and pressing teams. And I think we're better if we press. If we press, we're a better team. And I think that's probably what, what your, your man was meaning there. Going at teams is <laughs> not, not going to work. We press, we're a good side when we press. 
I think I think that's probably to clarify the difference rather than just going at a team. Yeah, but the expectation I think is unrealistic to expect this Rangers team to press a team for ninety minutes. It doesn't work like that. And no, I think of course not. Of course, the the, the point that uh, Jamie makes and almost had to Jamie. So, I know what's going on. I think Martin calls you Jamie. I sorry, JD. Sorry, pal. Um, is it's only because the... he's my subordinate. I call him Jamie. Big shout out to Denzel Merrick, by the way, who sent me through all his books and I've been reading them in subordinate shoes quite a lot. I did have to Google what it meant, but you know, I got big shout out to Matt. No one knew he could read. (laughs) (laughs) Is this your personal podcast? Do you want to leave a book review? Uh, Carry on with your point, please, Scotty. Um, Adaptability. And the timing, the change of the game and the timing when to press, when not to press, when to soak, when to go forward, when to push them and pen them in. Um, yeah, I think I think Gio got it spot on. Although we were still a bit sloppy. I'm just going to keep saying that for the rest Matt, of the Matt, can I just say one thing? Um, no. CGM Are we going to stop here? <laughs> no, no, CGM comes for me. What I'm saying when I'm saying semis, I'm looking at the results tonight, right? And if Rangers should get through this time out... I, I think 100% of us expect us now to get through. You're 3-0 up. We've, if we don't get through, it's a bit of a disaster now to go away from home and not get through. Take a three-goal lead. When I'm saying the semis, I'm looking at some of the results tonight and I'm fancying some of the teams in the next round if we get them. That's what I was meaning. And I'm not going ahead of myself. I'm just saying that you've got to then think we could go somewhere here. I don't know what your issue is with CGM. Good evening, uh, CGM. How you doing? Me and him going perfectly well. I don't know what your issue with him is. Um, it's your boy. It's clearly you, GD. Um, aye, so, Mark, um, Kamara, Jack and Lundstrom starting in the midfield. Obviously, there was questions about will he, will he be a 3-5-2, but we started, changed about 15, 16 minutes in after we went to, and a lot of you changed it. Um, I think I was the only person in the preview that called that that could happen. Um, were you worried at all when you seen that off a defensive-looking midfield? When I seen it, my, my first initial initial thought was creativity. Where's the creativity in the middle of the park going to come from? Mm. I know that all three are good players and all three can do a wee bit of creativity, but I think that was my initial thought. And to be fair, it worked. Do nothing up after about 16, 20, 20 minutes and we've kind of never really looked back after that. Mm. Um, sorry, see what happens, Mark. Is right, I ask a question and then GD just starts laughing, and, and I have to try and wonder what he's laughing at because I'm actually behind in the comments because I'm trying to pick out comments to get, and I don't want to leave too many out. And then GD starts laughing, and it puts apologies, because uh, I said I'm at the semi thing, and folks like, Oh, come on, oh, all right, speak. okay. And then Gallant Pioneer says, Well, I've got a semi right enough. Aye, there's so many children in the comments, so many children, eh, <laughs> uh, Scotty, just before. Um, we get the penalty. So for the first kind of seven, eight minutes, JD kind of touched on it. We were struggling. Um, Red Star had most of the ball. Um, we struggled to keep a hold of it. We struggled to make simple passes. So just before we got that penalty, I was watching that going, this is going to be a long night. I didn't. You didn't? I, I, no, I didn't really see it. I didn't see you, it. You I never agreed with me. Listen. <laughs> Listen. If everyone agreed with you, we'd have a really boring pod. Yeah, um, exactly. And it would be wrong. And you'd well. all be wrong. Are you- <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, no, yeah, I, I agree with the fact that I think we struggled. And we did, we, again, sloppy. It's like we started sloppy start to finish, but we ended up winning 3-0. It's, it's obviously not the case. Um, didn't think we started particularly strong, particularly well. But I didn't think they started. They started on the front foot, but not particularly well. I thought I just really didn't see enough from them. Any slick patterns of play, any pace, any pressing. I just thought we started badly. And then we, we needed something to get us going. Uh, typically, it's Ryan Kent. He always seems to get the crowd lifted, does something special. Uh, in this, it transpires the, the defender also did something daft, and we get a penalty. Mm. And look, Mark... I don't think Derek McInnes thought it was a penalty um, because apparently you have to have control. There can be a foul in the box if you don't have control of the ball. Um, but for me, clear stone more penalty. Oh, yeah, well, it was a trap. 
they're tripping the box. You can't go tripping people up in the box. Nah. I'm not, I'm not expect, I'm not expect to get a penalty. Simple as that. All right, I understand the control of the ball thing, but it doesn't matter. It's his standing ball, leg, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a standing leg. He's other foot's in the air, so as he's, as he's running. So, I, I initially I thought it wasn't a penalty, and see, as soon as he started playing replays, I was like, that he's going to give this a penalty. That's a penalty. Stonewall. JD doesn't agree. No stonewall for me, Trips. I'm sorry, man. It's borderline. A stonewall is a stonewall penalty. That's not a stonewaller. It's a, oh, he could give it, he could no give it. If he never gave it, I'd have been like, do you know what? It's no a pen for me. He gave it, I was like, oh, I'll take that. Scott, what were you like? Oh, I'll take that. (laughs) 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 To be honest, uh, soft. So I really wanted to replicate JD there. Off that, take that. Yeah, pretty much my sentiment exactly. Always agree with that man. What is the love in with you and JD? I don't. Look at him. We know stuff about Fatba. No, you don't. <laughs> and you don't. That's what I ask questions because I know I don't know anything about football. <laughs> um, uh, JD, I must admit, see when when Tav hits that penalty, I thought that's getting right out of the bar, man. <laughs> I thought it. I thought it actually had been over the bar. I thought it was one of those jokes. I seen him. I almost seen him slip before I seen it hit the back of the net, and I thought, "What the fuck?" But actually, when you look at it, then what a pen, what a pen like that was. Some Tegan say or CBS eh, like the oh, commentator I had was shocking. Um, two goals only saving that. So maybe maybe you got a bit of luck on that one, but. Can I just say one thing, right? I don't know if he got the assist for Morelos. He's did he? I don't think he did, did he? But I just don't understand. And I've been a bit of a doubter. I don't know where we doubt this guy, man. For me, he was up there probably in the top two players tonight again. But what an absolute... What a right back. I've done the everybody's greatest ever 11s in your lifetime. So in our lifetimes, I don't know if there's been a better right back for Rangers. And I'm not a big fan of him, but come on. The assists and goals this guy scores for us is un. I don't care if they're penalties. Like he's our captain again. This is people are doubting this guy and he's getting us into. He we're, in, we're almost in the quarters of a European competition. There's bigger and better captains that have not done that for Rangers ever. Bigger and better right backs, left backs, captains, midfielders, our greatest players. No scored as many goals and assisted as many goals as he has. I don't know why we doubt him. We sh- I know he's got his frailties the odd time. He's no vocal, but come on, we need to get right. Have you watched? Listen, he's vocal. Listen, we've, we've 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 come through an era, and we've all lived through an era where we had Stephen Whitaker and Kirk Broadfoot as right back. And oh, Ricky Foster. They got to the ring. They got to the Ricky Foster. I witnessed Ricky Foster playing against Valencia <laughs> in the Champions League. <laughs> Listen, my man, my man, you can't just go steaming in. I'm making really bold statements like that. Like what? Like the Rangers fans don't like Tav and give him hell of abuse? Because I'm pretty sure there's a good, vast, a good majority of people out there who do that. This point is just defends him. It's not quite the majority, JD, but I I totally get what you're saying. There is a a loud voice out there of people, oh, there he goes. He's had enough. He's had enough. The first first walk-off on the Rangers' rabble. Um, Mark, just quickly on Tav, um, I totally get what JD's saying. There is quite a loud minority out there who berate him whenever he does one thing wrong. Um, but like JD says, can you name a better right back we've had that you've seen? I mean, I know you're going back a long way. You've got plenty of people to pick for you, but... Um... I, I, I don't like this ageist thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a relatively, I'm still a relatively young man. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> There's plenty of life left in me yet. Relative. <laughs> Relative to right what? Back. Remain standard Ibrox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> better right back. Do you know what? Numbers-wise, no. His numbers speak for itself. You can't you can't hold any other right back up numbers-wise against Tav. Whether you like it or you don't like it, numbers are facts. And facts are that his numbers are better than probably any other right back that's played for the club. It really is. In recent years, anyway, but yeah, I can go back to Gary Stevens and stuff. What a player, but he never had the numbers Tav had. Mm. So, no. 
you know, Sandy Jarden had some really, really impressive yes. numbers. And, yeah. You know, but you're, that's how far back you're going so to try and find. Team. Yeah. You know, and, that's and it, how good JD's he is. Right. JD, there's a lot of people that give him stick. The, the Fox 8 Tav Brigade is, you hear it all the time. Aye, Thanks, it's, Mark. You really do. And, and it's, for me, it's a, it's a bugbear for me. See, when I'm at Ibrox and I'm there, to, I'm there to support the team. All right, you're allowed to mump and moan, but sometimes it's just ridiculous. Sometimes it's they just it's, it's almost like a section of the fans just pick somebody every every game, and we're just on his case, whether he does good or whether he does wrong. It kind of do right for doing wrong, but Tav. Well, me. Sorry, Gallant Pioneers just said Anthony Ralston. <laughs> Mark, just on that, I think Ali Quinn was saying, seriously, lads, Sandy Jarden, end of... And what I said yeah. was, in my lifetime, yeah. I wasn't we here when Sandy Jarden, I didn't know what when Sandy Jarden played. The majority of us didn't either, so... Aye, no, I get that. No, in my lifetime as well, you know. Yeah. And for people that hit out with the Alan Hutton nonsense, sorry, man, Alan Hutton played for about five minutes and then buggered yeah. off down south. Right, Scotty, um, just after we score, um, they score. Um, obviously, it was ruled offside. Mistake for McGregor. Um, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, please, Alan, you need to buck up your ideas. By God, he did. And and we'll come to that. Um, but it was Katai again, who actually scored in four minutes, and that was ruled offside as well. Um, that boy Katai is a player, by the way. Yeah, really, so. really dangerous player. Uh, drops. I don't know what's happening. Um, dropped deep, caused us all sorts of problems. His timing of the runs were a fraction off, weren't they? Mm-hmm. And Obviously, I don't feel sorry for him, but he's very, very close to uh, giving us all sorts of bother. Sorry, my computer just completely cut out there. So, Oh, listen, I know how that feels. It happens to me all the time. Um, but no, JD, when that happened to McGregor, and I'm thinking it was because it was quite an easy take, I'm thinking to myself, oh, no, please don't be one of those nights. Yeah. I almost text a, a goalkeeping knowledgeable friend of mine to say, fuck, here we go again. And it didn't transpire, and then all of a sudden he saves a pen, which... Again, was a ball here away from was it? How's it Scotty? A ball here away from probably the VAR saying it's a retake, but he's just perfect. So his timing's impeccable. But no, there's no buts. I'm not going to go there. But his timing was impeccable. But yeah, I think we've talked before how many penalties he saved, and it's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah. He looked was... old, he didn't even saved it, man. He was holding his neck, he was holding his back. <laughs> <laughs> Take him off. He's done his job. Give John McLaughlin sixty minutes. It was mad. I know. I know. I, I, I must admit, after he saved that, I thought he was coming off. Uh, and then Mark, see the one thing I hate in football. The one thing that annoys me in football, and it probably shouldn't, but it does. I hate short corners. Right? I despise them because I think to myself, you've got the opportunity. Just put the ball in the box. Um, I have. I, I can't remember the last time I seen Rangers score for a short corner. Um, but anyway. Jack puts the ball in, it falls to Alfredo, who was on a different level tonight. Honestly, the guy is just seriously good. Cracking finish. Yeah, outstanding. Uh, I think with a short corner, it's just it's just to try and change the angle. But um what a finish. That was that was a great finish. Outside his right but just just perfect. I thought the wee man the wee man was unplayable the, mm-hmm. the night again. And that's it seems to be I think it just terrorises defences. See, in Europe especially, I think they they just don't come up against players like that, mm-hmm. and it just runs them ragged. It just it was, it was a, in the first half. It was it was wide the right, and he just literally just just bars this boy, and and he must have flew about six feet, and I was just like brilliant because it was just it was just terrorising left, right, and centre, bullying them, dragging them out, out wide. Dragging him in the channels, um, even when he dropped short and stuff like that, and he was spraying the ball wide, and as I said, unplayable. And I'm just over the moon that um, nobody comes in with stupid money for him because anybody that watches, looks at his highlight reel in Europe and watches him as a player, I can't believe nobody's went like that. How much? Why Why is nobody? Because he's still young. I just, it just blows my mind. 
And you know what? I'm over the moon that nobody's, nobody's come anywhere near him because he was outstanding. Amazing. He was. And look, Scotty CGM says it as well. That was as good a performance from a centre-forward as you will see. He was just phenomenal. Oh, I love him. Love his little miserable face. <laughs> Even better when he scores and he smiles. Um, yeah, I talked about uh, Katai a minute ago, but Morales' performance was three times, four times better than that. Oh, Running into the channels, never giving up. Ball was played up to him. Um, over the top. Just He just... You just didn't know what he was going to do. The, the defence didn't know what he was going to do, whether he was going to come deep, take the ball, take the ball in, come off. And you can't you can't defend that. Because what do you do? Do you challenge him? Do you combat him? If you, As Mark said, if you if you try and challenge him, you end up six feet in the other direction. Aye. And he's got, he's got, he's deceptively quick. He's got quick feet and his finishing is getting better and better and better. It was, wasn't as good as, the Dortmund performances, because I, I think at times he dropped deep and he gave the ball away needlessly. But again, he's coming back and he's showing and displaying that he wants to work for the team and he wants to get involved. And his, his overall play and his vision is demonstrating another side to his game that we probably didn't know he had. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's yeah. a testament to him because he must be working very, very hard. His physique is changing as well. Aye. He's old. I mean, he, if, if, if there's ever ever a time to actually come into a bit of form, it, it's now towards the end of the season. No, season. <laughs> Are you tired, Scotty? Yeah, it's tired. <laughs> Martin, well, no, no boy, it's a whiskey that does that to him, JD. I know, there's 661 people, there, there was 662 watching there until Scotty went off and won a wee bit and we lost a viewer, but <laughs> 661 viewers is unbelievable. What I'd want to say on Morelos was, I think in the last, his touches improved so much, like mm-hmm. at the start of the season with Rocky and I'm moaning that he was coming dead deep and there was nothing going on, and, but right now his touch is just unbelievable and mm-hmm. I, I just... He's not going to be yet. Scotty's a boy, and I mean, if he's dead, somebody just said that. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I, I just can't. I just is he how how long has he got left in his contract? It's a year after this, so we've, we've, it, we've, it, we've got premium on now. Premium on him, and I think he, I think he would. If somebody doesn't take a chance for him, I don't understand. I don't know, but I text my brother. What, these Rangers players are suited better to these teams this European football. We just only suited to the, the domestic side because this Rangers team, this European playing team, we take six points off that mob. It's just about are we going to be within six points and before that all happens, it's going to be the same factor, I think. Well, well, I think we've got a wee bit of breaking news, guys. Now, I don't know how true this is, but good friend of the show, Denzel Merrick, Morelos must be staying. Him and his wife have just joined the White Inch Library. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> So it would appear it would appear that Denzel has broke the story <laughs> that Morelos is definitely staying. Um, it, it, it is, Mark, look, I don't want to talk about it too much because um, we're here to discuss the full <clears> game, but, I mean, his passing will improve, his finishing will improve, but the amount of times a night as well, just keeping that ball, just for going out, keeping it in, um, sticking his arse out, uh, defenders couldn't get anywhere near him, just... Honestly, every week I just see an improvement in him, and he's just—he's just going to be so good. Yeah, I, th- I think probably maybe maybe Roy McKay's, um obviously took him under his wing a wee bit. And I don't know that, about a lot of this as well. Was just natural progression for him, perhaps. Uh, but you could be possibly right, as I said. But I think that <laughs> I think he's getting the I think he's getting the cuddle that he needs. I think that's. Mm. Um, we all need a cuddle sometimes, Mark. Damn it! Yeah, I could have been doing my cuddle at half time, man. My head was fried. Show your mate in there with a gija cuddle. <laughs> um, somebody's mentioned Calvin Bassey as well, and look, we've all discussed Calvin because, again, sensational. But JD uh, Ryan Jack, I thought again he was great tonight. I thought he was brilliant, but. What a silly, stupid challenge in the box. He doesn't need to do it. It is a penalty. However soft it is, it is a penalty. Um, but McGregor, 
Alan, my fucking shagger Gregor, um, saves us again. See, in football, man, these things happen. It's just one of these things I would never... See, you could probably go out for fuck's sake, Jack, if we lost the game or something, but these things happen, happen in football and it gives us so much more than that these things just happen. And McGregor's safe, as I said earlier, was unbelievable. Um, kept, keeps his foot in that line to the last moment. That's why the ref doesn't, or VAR doesn't call it as a retake. Um, aye. But listen, it was all set up for Rangers. If, the, the refereeing, somebody put it on earlier, like, if that's in Scotland, who's that linesman? Is it Robertson? Oh, I don't know what his name is. Anyway, <laughs> that's goals. That's for each name, man. But it just proves that we need VAR in our league. But, go back to the game. Aye, it's... This is football. It's not. It's not a big thing for me that a keeper saves a pen. We give away a pen. There's two off. They two offside goals are not goals. Like folk look at flash score. Oh my god, two offside goals and a missed pen. It should have been three each. No, it shouldn't have. Because the two offside goals are offside. So it doesn't matter. That Craig and they're all making a big deal. It's not. It's not a big deal. Scrub it. <laughs> all right. You know what? You're shouting at me. You're shouting at Craig. It lets these Craig's other people. Hold on to that. Oh, yeah. fucking hell, man. Look, look, the ref gave it. No, the ref's oh. never. A fucking computer with millimetres said it's half-side. So it's half-side. A bohe. A bohe. A bohe. What was that, JD? A bohe. <laughs> Michael's mentioned it. We did speak about it earlier. Aye, but he did spill one before that to go. They drove Aye. out. Aye, he did, Scotty. But throughout the game, he pulled off like two or three phenomenal saves along with the penalty save. It was a bit like, and I don't, I, can I say watching the McGregor old, is that fair? I don't no. I, I don't think he's been his best all season, but he was certainly his best tonight, apart from that one mistake. Yeah, I think that one mistake, and it happened uh, so early on in, I think you said, you think, oh shit, here we go. Well, And then he's 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 got the mentality to turn it around, and he's, we've got a lot of big game players, and I, I just hope that they keep the focus and concentration from now until the end of the season because every game we've got is a big game. And I trust they will. I've got a lot of faith in this team. But going back to McGregor, um, God, if he if he keeps up this form, are we going to... Give him an extension? Exactly. No. Why? What, what form? A penalty save. I he played really well on AJD, for God's sake. It was one of the... Oh, come on, he did. Would you, Mark, were you about to say he was one of our best players? Along with everybody else in the team, I was. Yeah, okay. I he made a few crank. He made yeah, a few. I mean, his, his, his distribution was absolutely honking. His, his distribution. Still a ball. It could have been a goal in Scotland. That's a goal. That's a goal in Scotland. Oh, yeah. That's a goal. Nobody's getting that. Nobody else got that. We're not in Scotland. We're talking about Europe. We're not in Scotland. Just, just as well that offside's offside. We're playing in Europe and we're not playing in Scotland. I know. You can't Otherwise have it both ways, JD. See, in an old firm game, that's going to Celtic. Oh. I bet that might not happen in an old firm game. He, I, he made one mistake, but the saves, he, he pulled off some great saves tonight as well. I thought McGregor played really, really well. That's all I'm right. saying. He saved, he saved that pen. It was, it was, I'm, I'm not denying that he didn't play well, but he still. I still feel nervous now when the ball... Every team are taking in-swinging corners right into, our, right into us. They can see there's a weakness there. Listen, you can all sit there and d- deny it. We can see there's a weakness there. Every right. team are going for it now. No, Shiny no, it's... Teams, Livingston, Dundee, they're all whipping corners in against us because they think, fucking, let's do it. No oh, one's saying that. I agree with that. No, no, no one's saying that. But you sometimes, if we've got the perfect goalkeeper, he's not playing at Rangers. Mm. So we've got to take uh, the goalkeeper with some faults. And when you look at the, the, the exact same faults that you've highlighted there, are the exact same faults that he had last season, and last season it wasn't a problem. Listen, he's, he's, never, he's never commanded his, his, his area since the last 20 years. That's, mm. that's not anything new. Well, the here, here's the McGregor fan club. No, here we go. Absolutely not. Seriously. I think that he's dipping for and you know what? See, when he done that howler, I thought to myself, I nearly, I nearly jumped on a Let's let's drop Alan McGregor bandwagon. No, that was, that, right. that, I nearly did. But I did. I'm serious. I nearly did. I was a ball here. 
Right, playing devil's advocate, the idea of giving Alan McGregor an extension is the fact that he's still the best goalkeeper at the club. And next season, if he still plays, he will still be the best goalkeeper at the club. McCrory, McLaughlin, Firth, whoever else are not good enough. Unless we sign a goalkeeper that is good enough or better than Alan McGregor. Now, that is a different conversation. Yeah, okay. no, let's Mark, can we just before we go? There's many comments in there, right? Mm-hmm. I am not saying that Alan McGregor is not our number one this season. I'm saying Alan McGregor is our number one this season. I don't deny that. What I'm saying is he makes me nervous this season because mm-hmm. he's got too many mistakes in him, which I think we will all agree with. We've dropped points because of him directly. We will mm-hmm. all agree with. Come at the end of this season, win, lose, or draw the league, we need a new number one. 100% agree with you. And if we don't win the league, and I'm blaming him. Hundreds of, I don't, I don't agree with you blaming McGregor, but 100% agree with you. I think that time's catching up with him, right? And I think that this is his last season. I would I agree I with him. I think he knows that as well. Yeah, I think he does as well. I think, he, I think he's struggling physically as well. And I think probably he'll be the first person to, to say at the end of the season, do you know what? I wasn't, I wasn't as good as I've been. Doesn't change the fact that apart from I one mistake, I thought he was excellent tonight, which was the only point I was making. And then JD tried to hook me through the fucking computer screen. So you know, JD's got that look in it that you know when he gets angry, there's nothing behind those eyes, don't you? You know, it's quite scary. Looking. I don't know if it's the shite beard, the bald head, or the gap between the teeth. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> it is, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, should Guys, we? We're getting personal here. What's going on? on? Not at all. You want to hear Scotty in it? Like you should. You, you should do people's appearances, should you, Scotty? Hey, never you, set the you set the mood before we come on. <laughs> I never said. Oh, listen, <laughs> listen. Do we need to show everyone? I think no, we, we do. don't. Right, no, we don't. Anyway, look. Should we have had a penalty in the first half, Scotty? Um, Kent was claiming for it. I kind of pull on his arm, but it really didn't look enough for me to be a penalty. Nah. I mean... Yeah, if it was enough to actually bring him down, but it wasn't, so it isn't. Nah, I agree. I think he's I think he's felt it, and he's like, oh, if I can make this dramatic enough, then I can get the referee's attention, and it might go to VAR, and I might be able to do something. I think that's exactly what he's thinking. I don't think it's... Um, I don't think it's a foul. He gets he gets challenged like that everywhere else on the pitch, and he's got enough strength to keep going. He's just at it. Yeah, I kind of agree. I I got to go there, Mark. <clears throat> don't get me wrong. What I was, of course, I was shouting for it. And look, of Paul course. says, Paul says, look, he had three times his arm was pulled. Uh, 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 he did kind of grab onto his arm, but if that's the other way about, I'm going mental. If that's given against us, is Mark froze? Sorry. <laughs> See that? that again? I missed it. Was that apparently on Kent? That's a shocking behaviour, by the way. No, it wasn't apparently on Kent. Not at all. Not at all. We've got Scotty Slayton, we've got Mark No listening, and we've got JD who just wants to fight with everybody. This is horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. Uh, JD, is that a full house for you? No penalty? No pen for me? Nope. Definitely not. Definitely not. I'll- I've got to say, Judy, I see when the halftime whistle went. I've never been more relieved and sad at the same time because it was a phenomenal first half, but I was just so happy to get a breather. Yeah, we all were. I think we all kind of like took a deep breath and then went to the charts like that. Like, Matt put about six different stickers that were mind blown ones and pictures <laughs> and all that, like he does all the time. Um, but it was one of the ones like, wow. And then you kind of get yourself set and ready for the start of the second half. And it didn't really go there, but you always knew that was going to be the case because you actually probably couldn't have handled that in a second half, could you? You couldn't have handled that again because it could go... Scotty said it, they were a, a ball here away from getting that half-side trap right. And it only took that to happen once and it happens twice because they, they were doing it constantly. But it could be a different result, but amazing. A great game of Fipper, man, but... Bobby Baldy come another couple of months this keeps going mm, aye. I mean the second half itself Scotty wasn't he as quite as, as ferocious 
That's another big word for you. Ferocious is the first That's half. That's not a big fucking word. It's a big What's word for me. You guys right? <laughs> big, I went to a really bad school. Um, oh, the the second half wasn't as quite ferocious. And I kind of feel as if we were quite we were quite calm and cool in the second half and we controlled most of it. Uh, yeah. We did. We got... Do you know what? There was a word banded about pre-game, particularly the press conferences, and it came from... Dragan Mladenovic, whatever his fucking name is, okay, and he yeah. said we were arrogant. And I thought we come out in the second half after going three and all up, and that's exactly what we became. We started the tricks, the flicks, the neat little layoffs, and do you know what? Some of the passages passages of play probably deserved more than what they got. But the reason why they didn't get more than what they got is because we were arrogant and we got sloppy. We took our eye off the ball, and that actually, in the end allowed them to come back into the game when we should have been out of sight. And that is probably why there's probably a little bit of a dour tone to this pod after winning 3-0. Because it's, to be honest, I'm, it's probably going to bug me until the second leg. And it's pissed me off slightly because we should be out of sight. We should be 4-5, five, 5-0 five up going into the, the second leg. But we're not. Do you know what I mean, disagree with me, Jay? Do you just like no? Just give me Ian Ross. If you're going to put a word in like thesaurus, you need to spell it right. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he's, been, he's been going for me tonight, so I'm going oh, back. Give it back. To be fair, back listen, back. we all know that Ian's team, Martin, don't we? We all know that. He does. does. Mm-hmm. Looks a bit like yeah, that. he's team, Martin. He's team, Martin. Uh, Mark. Perfect antidote to when you're feeling a bit nervous as a as an early second half goal. Third goal, third set piece, obviously really, really crucial. Big Balligan, who was fucking brilliant the night, by the way. Um, perfect header, man. Brilliant header. Were you listening, Mark? Did you hear that? <laughs> you speak a bit louder? I heard it loud and clear. I heard I'm to pay attention. <laughs> Mark, are, you, are you sure your missus isn't the other side of that camera? You sure? <laughs> Somebody's distracting you. Is it your wee cabin, mate? Uh, I've not got an eyes. No, he's not here. He's not here. Um, <laughs> big Balligan. Rose like a salmon. Oh. Listen, that's, that's twice you've said Rose like a salmon. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you trying to shoot on fishing? Put it in the chat twice as well. Like yeah. one of the boys I would say salmon like three times. Like a <laughs> <laughs> I says I might I get salmon in three times. She's like, no chance. I'm telling you, salmon that's four times now. Jumped like I say salmon like again, that's five water. times. Oh. <laughs> so that's me one my tenner. This is me the most Turn up. Bar of chocolate, we're laughing. Oh. But, uh, you know, seriousness, big, big balligan. Um, Mark, brilliant, <laughs> outstanding, like a salmon. He rose like a salmon. That rose like a salmon, bro. Oh, honestly, you don't need to be at that headline there. Oh, I know. You don't need to be at that headline. Rangers rabble reaction, Rangers free. <laughs> Belgrade nil, rose last salmon. Um, yeah. But I, but no, but in all seriousness, Judy, that's exactly what you want to calm the old nerves, isn't it? Aye, I missed it. I missed the third goal, man. Raging, gutted, raging. My my missy says to my, my daughter, get her to her bed at half time. She was away up the stairs today about a work, and I went like to my daughter, don't worry, you can stay up, babe. And I took her up to bed at the moment we scored that. Like, he did, not that's my own fault. So I missed it. So I had to watch it back, and I was, he did, he got up well. <laughs> Get up well. Would, would you Get say up well. like DJM's completely right? This is going downhill rapidly. Um, oh, I, to, to be honest, CGM will watch the ceiling next. It didn't. It didn't even start very high. To be no, it with. didn't start well, did it? it didn't start well. We're living up to the rabble the night, gentlemen, aren't we? Uh, yeah. yeah this is oh, oh Gallup, I gave my cord. What did you put it up? You missed it. What did I miss it? Oh, oh I tell, I tell oh. you what, Mark. I tell you what, Mark. It's just getting farcical now, isn't it? Ah. Oh, it's just like, I don't agree with Mark Marcus. <laughs> you know? 
anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, Scotty, talk to me about about um, Calvin Bassey tonight. Um, and look for the last, I don't know, three, four, five weeks. Um, tonight, just again, just brilliant, just aye. keeps going, and he is now without any shadow of a doubt of a left back. Aye, he's he's a raging bull on the left hand side, isn't he? Firing up and oh, I can't, can't be asked. <laughs> oh, he's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, he's really good. Um, I really enjoy watching him play. Is when it when it comes to quality and consistency, he's he's right fucking up there at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Week in, week out, putting in identical performances. I think he showed a bit of naivety once. And I think Craigan absolutely slaughtered him for it. When I, I need to, I need to get this off my chest. Stephen Craigan, you're a you're an absolute bell end. Absolute bell. That's not the view of the Rangers rabble. <laughs> you're commentating on a Scottish football team. For the love of God, you do not need to cheer the other fucking team on. Yeah. Eighty-seven minutes, and he's going. If Red Star Belgrade get a fucking goal, shut the fuck up. Just mm. shut up. Mm. I thought it was I'd, pretty too. Rory Hamilton should just clip the back of his head and just take the mic off him. Fuck me. Yeah. Anyway, Calvin Bassey. Sorry, Calvin didn't do that little rant, but absolutely superb again. Um, when it comes to pace, ability, consistency, putting in the crosses, timing, timing of the runs, working in tandem with Kent, I don't think Barisic actually comes close to no. having that relationship that 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 Bassi and Kent have got now. And I, sad to say, I don't see particularly a way back for Barisic. And the idea or the notion that Bassi should play centre back, absolutely not. I don't think he will. He's only going to go from strength to to, to strength playing left back. Um, and while he can fill in it centre-back, that's only if needs be. But I'm really excited about Calvin Bassey. I'm really excited about how he's going to develop over the next two, three years. Because I think if he gets into the positions and he learns the habit of getting into the right positions, he can add serious numbers to his game. Yeah. Because he's he's demonstrating the attributes of that. Um, yeah, he... See if he adds goals. We we talked about it um, with Tav. God, dude. yeah, just do you know? Really exciting. Do, do you know what though? And Mark, I don't even think that Bassey's even halfway to fulfilling his potential. I did not expect to see this Calvin Bassey so early. I think you're right. I think he's the most improved player at the club. I think he's in last year leaps and bounds, absolute leaps and bounds. I think we need to, this is the moment now where we should be tying him down to a long-term contract. Mm-hmm. Give that boy a new contract and get him signed yeah. up for the next five years. They had Jim McLean on him, get him signed up for 15 years. Jesus. <laughs> he wants to sign it, get him to sign it. 100, also, 100 million, 100 million clause on it. 100 million clause, aye. But, J.D. Scotty mentioned it. They'll see that relationship with Kent. That's just getting better and better as well because a lot of people were saying for a while, Look, and I spent mostly in the league because Kent's phenomenal in Europe all the time. They were saying Kent maybe isn't he playing as well because he doesn't have that same relationship with Bassey as what he had with Barisic. But that's improving all the time as well now. It is improving. You 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 said a lot of people say that. There's one man that says it, and it's our good friend Scott Kerr. He's oh, he's so wrong. Big advocate of the Kent Barisic partnership, but I think. The longer this goes on, we can see that there's a just as good a partnership there. I wanted to just to call out Ryan Kent. I think the first half, he, he lost the ball a couple of times. His desire to chase that ball back mm-hmm. is unbelievable. What mm-hmm. he gives us going back the way is just as equally as important as when he goes forward. Um, if not, sometimes more important. But on Bassey, I said it. At this one of my first ever podcast, I love him and... He, you've just said it, Matt. He gets numbers. I almost like liked him to a very top player who was a left back and went further forward and became a striker. He's not going to be as good as that, but he's unreal, unreal, 
asked him, but listen, the big thing in his armory for me is he can play centre half as well. I, I'm not bored with him playing centre back. See if he plays centre back for three, four, five weeks, so be it. But he's going to be a left back. But what a great thing to have that um, versatility in his game. For us, for him, yeah. Now, the one thing, Scotty, that we've spoken <clears> about <throat> quite a lot, and you've said, I'm not quite on that train yet. I'm not quite there yet. As the main man, John John Lundstrom, are you are you on the train yet? No, still in the station. <laughs> really? He's only seen that. I've got to. Yeah. <laughs> well, I agreed this Jay, before. Jay do, he's do, he's yeah. not going to say anything bad, uh, good about him anymore. No. What about what about his performance tonight, Scotty? Can you say that he, you've done you done average? Listen, all he did was exactly what was asked of him, and he did it all right. Yeah, to be fair, but he he dropped in, fine. But that was because Gio told him to. He started off in midfield. It's because Gio told him to. <laughs> just for now, wax lyrical about Martin. Sorry, because his positional sense is unbelievable. Right. He's plays defensive midfielder. They kept saying, oh, he's playing the centre-half. And Alex Ray kept saying to Cregan, he's not playing centre-half, he's playing in, the, in defensive midfielder. But when they cause us problems, or when Bassi and Tav go forward, he takes a wee 10 steps backwards. And it's, it's, that's what it's all about. He doesn't need to attack, tackle. It's his positional sense. Scotty will not say that because Scotty wants to stand on, die on a hill that Lundstrom's poor. Or it's a... Um, He's scared to say he's good and then he becomes... He's a very super... I'm just going to... That's it, JD. I want it known. I'm not going to say that, but JD might be correct in saying that. Nicholas Sturgeon would apologise for you being bumped at the stick because you're a very superstitious witch. However, I will... No, you can't. I will (laughs) just interject... And I have a nickname for John Lindstrom, and it may or may not be the Scouse Beckenbauer. Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. I just yeah. wanted to make the point that Scott is a very superstitious man, therefore he can't pl- uh, praise Lindstrom. But Scotty, um, I'm going to imagine, did think that Lindstrom played very, very well tonight and was a very integral part of the team. GD, stop bringing up comments. <laughs> Jesus, man. Um <laughs> <laughs> Is there any other players that you any you guys want to bring up and give a wee mention to before we wrap we wrap things up? Just in case I I've want, missed anybody out. I want to finish my point about Lundstrom. You carry on, but you can't. Oh, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Do you remember your point? He's right. all got to go. You, do you know what? Do you know what? If you, you can say Lundstrom something new and original and better than the Scouse Beckenbauer, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I want to there say Lundstrom. <laughs> His mentality yeah. is something to be commended. I think that the fact that he was he's been put down, he's been lambasted, and his mental strength to stick to what he knows and his uh, his faith in himself, I think it's been outstanding. And I think that that's what's brought him through his mental strength, and now he's yeah. proven his worth to the club. Nah, you JD, work 100% JD can you just pick up Chris Stewart's comment because that is class. Yes, my man. <laughs> there we go. Martin, can I just say, I thought Leon Balligan, again, was outstanding. For me, I think him and Tav are man of the match. I know Morelos played well, Lundstrom played well, better than well. Jack played outstanding until he went off. Um, for me, I thought Balligan, again, he, he, he won every header. He, he defended every second ball. He looked like he was carrying an injury or he was dead in his feet. But again, for me, and I don't get it because sometimes I think Balogun's a bomb scare, but when you watch him put performances like that, like that in, he's different class. He's an, a world international uh, defender. No, I, listen, I feel much more comfortable with, put it this way, <clears throat> if Balogun's at the back, I feel a lot more comfortable than if Bassey's at the back. You know what I mean? Um, even though Bassey does a job there, but Balogun's different gravy in games like these. I mean, the, the one thing that Craigan might have got right was there was a couple of times uh, Balogun was hands on his knees, blowing at his arse, and he still made their runs and still covered everybody. You know, I thought Balogun was excellent. Although, I'm pretty sure, Scotty, I've already mentioned Balogun, have I not? I don't know. Nah. I... 
Nah, neither remembers that, mate. Nobody does remember that. Nobody. I wasn't. I wasn't paying attention. I was doing the mark. Um, there's quite a few. There's quite a few people, Scott, in the comments. Ask a question. Mentioning Sands. Yes. Carry on. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. But I. What a school teacher there. Oh, all right. All right. All right. Up. Yes, Scotty. You can. Philip Hananda. Yes. Does he come back in? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought one of, I thought one of the best attributes that we had today was Balogun's pace at the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now you can read read the game as well as you want, but with Balogun's pace that allowed us to push the game higher. We've got Philip Hollander at the back, we sit deeper. Uh yeah, see just me personally, Mark, I, I think Hollander's the best defender at the club, but that's just my own personal opinion. I, I would I would 100% agree with you. I think that probably the fact he's, his positional sense is that good that he doesn't really need to be quick. I, I think, obviously, if you get him fit, and that's the problem, and it's his fitness. That's the thing. They said, and let's probably face it, before he came to us, it was, if, he, if his fitness was as good as it should be, it probably wouldn't have came to us. They probably went to a better, uh, another club elsewhere in a bigger league. I know, and we had Davy Weir at the back when we got to the for Cup final. Yeah, oh, we had Carlos Queller next to him. What the fuck are you all about? Yeah, what? we also beat talk best guard on the talk about pace. That's what I'm talking about. Goldson's got Goldson's got some pace in him. He's got a wee tongue. So what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> anyway, well, Hollander I think is probably our best defender. I, I, I would think say everyone's so. fit and firing. I think Hollander plays mm. before Balogun, and uh, I think Hollander has more pace than people give him credit for. I think he's quite over 10 yards. Aye, aye. No, I don't think... I, I no, don't I think over a longer space, man. He can see mm-hmm. big legs stretching. Like, he's like, like doing a catwalk, like a, a Swedish model. That's poor, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> oh, man, we've been fucking rotten today. Uh, rotten. That's shocking. That's shocking. Focus on what comments. Uh, there is a couple oh, of... Oh, don't. Don't. I've just seen that. That's fucking... Yeah. Me. Listen, there's a couple of people in the comments, Scotty, talking about Sands. Um... It's a wee cameo. I think I thought they'd done okay, but they're, they're going on about it like he came on and played like Claude Makaleli. I thought he was okay. Was, didn't really get much I time. Think I, I think, I, yeah, I think he did well. I think he put himself about. I think I think we've noted before when it comes to Sands, uh, his positional play is generally spot on. And he seems to have that knack of being in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. Um I think he'll be a very useful addition to us. But I think where he's come from in the MLS, time is a huge factor where he's come to the SPFL, where he's gone from a game that's played at 10 miles an hour to 100 miles an hour. And there aren't many players that can take that step up and that leap and just switch on like that. You'd have to come to come from a similar league to be able to just slot in like that. Um, technically, he's pretty bloody sound, actually. And he demonstrated that again. You know, a joke about Lundstrom and he did everything that was asked and that was it. Sands come on and he literally did everything that was asked. And that is what you want to see a game out when you've got 20 minutes to go. So well done that, man. Yeah, no, listen, I completely agree. Completely agree. Right, um, it's going to be really difficult because there were so many good performances tonight. Um, but people in the comments, I'm going to ask you for your man of the match. Yeah, you guys, I'll ask you as well. But just before I do, I'll let you think about it. Um, a big thank you to everybody tuning in. It's been really busy tonight. That's why I haven't had a chance um, to get to many of the comments. And um, please, if you're watching on YouTube, please do like and subscribe if you haven't already. Um, Facebook, like and share. Uh, Twitter, uh, retweet, all that nonsense. If you want to join as a member and help out the podcast, you can join button below um, and you get your custom emojis and you get um, a faster response in the comments. I kind of think of the right word because I'm starting to get tired myself. So, Mark, who was your man in the match tonight? Buff. Outstanding. Manelos, good shout. Scotty? Can he come back to me? I'm still thinking. Okay, okay, JD. Uh Morelos, Balogun, Bassi, but the man of the match was Tav. The man of the match was Tav. A goal and an assist and a pre-assist. 
pre-assist. <laughs> Are they get counted now, don't they, um, Scotty? Do they? Uh, I still don't know. Um, it, for me, it's a toss-up between Morales and Tav. I, I just really love the combative nature of Morales' play, and he's getting better and better. And yeah. I love the fact that on this stage, we are seeing the best of him. Don't get me wrong, we want to see the best of him domestically. But see if we can get to a European final or something. I'm dreaming. I'm really, really dreaming. And you need that talisman. Mm-hmm. When we've got two, Tav and Morelos, it's hard to separate them. Yeah. No, listen, I don't think anybody can argue with many folk that get picked tonight, to be honest. Um, although, you know, VAR did get a mention for Man of the Match. Uh, I that linesman. Linesman, the linesman. 100%. The ball here. <laughs> uh, Cameron's giving it Tav. We've got Cubby Cubster Bassey. Bassey's getting a shout and quite a few comments by the big Graham. Uh, channel member Michael. <laughs> Somebody's in the squeaky chair. Who's the squeaky, squeaky chair? It's mine. Uh, Alberts um, oh, is going for Tav. Uh, Linda Ross. Uh, Leon, great goal. Good game for us. Can he argue? Ian says Lundstrom. And look, it's just pretty much we've got one for McGregor. Um, so yeah, really, really Aww. difficult to pick. So yeah, <clears throat> um, well, obviously, JD will preview the second leg on Tuesday. Um, but as it sits right now, we kind of discussed it at the beginning. But as it sits right now, I would imagine we're all pretty confident that we can go over there and, and get a result. Certainly not get beat 4 0. Well, that's massive. Um, you don't want to be too cocky right now, but you need to celebrate that success and be happy with it. Other People, everybody would love to be in this position right now. I don't mm-hmm. care what MD says. You're still in the hunt. You're still in Europe. You win all your games. You win every game now. You win two. You win everything. So I know that's hard saying that, but aye, amazing, amazing. Aye, I mean, look, Scotty, they are a good team. They showed that tonight. They're a good team, but we showed that we are just better. Um, so there's no nerves for you at all going over there, is there? Uh, well, there's always nerves. It's it's ninety minutes of football, and anything can happen. Um, but the nerves are good nerves, mm-hmm. and I do feel confident. I'm confident that we can get a goal, maybe two, over there, and I don't see why not. This might seem quite petty, right? But see, to be honest with you, Matt, right? See all that handshake stuff after the game, and that, right? That doesn't bother me. I don't care if managers if if they agree to do it, if they don't do it. Um, I've I've actually forgot their manager's name, even though he won the European. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, aye, aye, fantastic player, right? But yeah, prick, but yeah. <laughs> One of these ones. I'm I'm much the same as I couldn't care less. No, no interest in it. They said so loser, so loser in it. It's as far as I'm concerned, get it up them. Aye, JD, but it's one of the ones, even if you don't want to do it, don't even look at them. Quick shake down the tunnel. Just to call it blank. It's hard. Uh, it's no, not, what, I, what I get is it's no Gio Van Bronckhorst's problem here. So what's, what's, what's he raging about that they get beat? Is he raging about VAR? Well, VAR was correct. So <laughs> what's he bored about? He's a fiery cat. He's a Serbian. He's an otter. He looks like a fucking psycho. What a player he was. So... Should he shake his own eye? Should they're all professionals? They've all came for the game, but ah, I've been there. When they shake MD's on, walk away, don't care. I, I get it. I know, but he kind of lacked class before the game as well. So, you know, was that but, him though, Matt? Was that not Mladenovic that said that all this stuff? I thought it was about Dragon <clears throat> Mladenovic said a few things and it got attributed to Stankovic, did it not? I think it was. Was it an interview that one of the Rangers, other Rangers podcasts, was it the Rangers yes. Review, did with uh, Mladenovic? And okay. I think he just, I don't think he actually called the Rangers team arrogant, but I think he mentioned like, oh, there could be some arrogance or something yeah. creeping in, in which case Red Star will take advantage of it. And then typically the Scottish press, mm-hmm. the gutter press, has then taken that interview, twisted it, manipulated it, turned it turned it upside down, Um and put it to Geo, and he's gone, well, we're not arrogant, blah, 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 and it's just escalated from there. It's yeah. just much I listened to um, Scotty as well on Go Radio, and 
big Marvin Bartley, who's a fantastic pundit, man. Oh, he um, is, yeah. Really good. But he um, he thought that the, the Mladenovic's comments were Stankovic. So it, as soon as that happened, people don't don't know the true. All of a sudden, Dejan Stankovic is calling Rangers um, arrogant. When actually he didn't. Yeah. It was fucking the Serbian Zidane, we were told, who got wet half a game for us, who was an absolute, he's a non-entity. That guy's got so much airtime this week for no reason. He's an embarrassment. He didn't, he didn't look like a football player. He wasn't a football player. We called him the Serbian Zidane. Never, didn't he play for us, yet he's getting comments on what's happened. No, mate, you're, no, you're nobody. Yeah, fair enough. And that shall end the show. He's a nobody. There you go. Um, so, yeah, great win tonight. We will be back <clears throat> tomorrow, JD. Half se- is it half seven? Because you're the schedule, man. Yes, it is. And you're on. Yeah, Am you're I on, on tomorrow. Right. Um, I haven't told the message yet, but there you go. Um, half seven on a Friday. For the Dundee preview. Um, so, yeah. So, I apologise for the fish jokes, people. That's uh, <laughs> not going to be a running theme here on the Rangers Rabble. I do apologise. And thank you to every single person for tuning in. Um, we've had plenty of stuff go out this week. If you haven't already, go and check out the Academy Review that Wally done with Scott Kerr. Check out Best of the Rest that JD done with Scott Kerr. Um, I'm going to need to start paying. No, no Wally Urban. Wally Urban. Wally Urban. Yeah. My apologies. It was meant to be Scott Kerr. And he went to a boys' own concert. Yeah. Is it a boys' own concert? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> well, actually. So, listen. Oh. Actually. I know. Shocking. Anyways, thank you to everybody watching. I hope you tune in tomorrow night at half seven for the Dundee preview, um, which no doubt will be a harder game than tonight, if I'll be brutally honest. No um, so, yeah. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll speak to you all very, very, very soon. Podcast Network.